Hi, my name is Jen. I'm a holistic nurse practitioner, and I'm here to tell you that your body can heal. I've healed eight different chronic and autoimmune conditions that had me bedridden sick with little hope for my future in my 20s. I've created this podcast to inspire you and give you the tools to heal your body, your mind, your heart, your spirit, and your life. This podcast is for patients, practitioners, and people who want to listen from the place where spirit and science meet. As we heal our body, we have a body that moves well, thinks well, loves well, and that is a body we want to be in for this life to carry out our soul's work. I'm so glad you're here tuning in with us. Now let's get to this week's episode. I am so excited you are here in this community and tuning into the Inspire Health by Jen podcast. Because I am so excited to have you here, I'm doing a very special giveaway. Not one of those giveaways where you win something you won't even ever use. This giveaway will 100% be a catalyst forward for you along your healing journey. I promise. I am giving away a brand new Omega Juicer, the good masticating kind, along with my Meals to Heal a Recipe book. That's for one winner. Plus, a second winner will receive my free symptomless healing course, a functional medicine course designed to take you through your healing journey from head to toe, from the inside out. This is real body, mind, heart, and spirit healing. Plus, along with the course for winner number two, I'm going to throw in a private session with me completely free. These are the tools I needed most along my healing journey when I wasn't even sure where to begin. And I want to give them to you completely free. So here's how to enter. Subscribe to the podcast on both Spotify and Apple Podcast. Leave a review with at least two to three sentences. Don't forget the five stars on both platforms. So a review on both Spotify and Apple. And then head over to Facebook or Instagram and tag three friends in one of my social media posts where I talk about the podcast. And you could win the Symptomless Healing course and session with me valued at $1,499 or the Omega Juicer with recipe book package that's valued at more than $800. Winners will be announced on episode five on January 24th as the release date. The deadline to enter this giveaway is January 23rd, so be sure to pause this episode and enter now before you forget. I cannot wait to draw your name. Episode number one. I am so glad you're here. We have some incredible things planned for this podcast, health, inspiration, healing, but we're going to kick it off with where I've been where my journey has brought me over the last decade and how I landed here. So the title of this podcast is how God blessed me with autoimmune disease. Please listen to this. If you're struggling with your health or, you know, someone who is, or you just want to know a little bit more about me and my story in today's episode, I'm going to share my healing journey with chronic illness. Long gone are my days of endless fatigue, the joint pain, the crippling anxiety, the eczema from forehead to collarbone, my itchy, tingly, creepy, crawly skin I used to get, the brain fog, inexplainable weight gain, recurrent infections, bloating and gas, in case you wanted to know that about me, my hormone imbalance, painful cycles, cystic acne, constipation, diarrhea, gastritis, overall poor quality of life. This was at 25 years old. My body had reached a breaking point and was screaming for my attention. My health took a drastic turn, leaving me sick, angry, and I was bedridden. Little did I know God was about to take me onto a path that would challenge me, break me, bless me, and build me all back up through chronic illness and autoimmune disease. I can now share this path with you for your hope and healing. And that's why I'm so excited for you to be listening today. Autoimmune disease is literally the best thing that's ever happened to me. Why or how on earth can I say that? I understand. And let me repeat that. Autoimmune disease is literally the best thing that has ever happened to me and possibly for you too. Healing eight different chronic and autoimmune conditions in my body has required me to shift my frequency. 
I see everything from the thoughts I was thinking about my body, about the world, the way I lived, the food I was eating, the emotions that I wasn't feeling that I now let myself experience. All of these things have changed the rate at which my cells vibrate or my frequency. These epigenetic shifts have led to complete remission of symptoms in my autoimmune conditions. So from bedridden sick less than a decade ago to me being able to talk to you from a really abundant place in my life, is it a miracle or is it possible for all of us? So in the first part of this episode, I'm going to inspire you with one of the most best kept secrets in modern medicine that I bring to you as a holistic nurse practitioner. And that is drum roll, please. Your body can heal. Your body can heal from your chronic conditions. Your body can heal from your inflammatory conditions. Your body can heal from your mystery conditions and your body can heal from every autoimmune condition. And I mean that with fervor in my voice and from the bottom of my heart, I am going to tell you the truth about your body. The truth that is autoimmune disease theory. It's just a theory. It's actually never been proven by science that the body attacks itself because it doesn't ever, ever, your body is never attacking you, even though it feels like that every single day. We're going to get into this more later. So if you'd like stick around and hear more that I'm going to tell you about my story, I'm going to tell you the depths, the details of my rock bottom chronic illness that has led to my abundant success as a business owner. And more importantly, the liberation of my soul. I'm going to take you way back through where this resonance of disease started to creep in and how I landed in a pit of despair. And this might shed some light on how we get sick. In my early to mid twenties, I went through a period in my life where I truly believe I had to sacrifice and let go of dreams and passions because of my health or my lack there of good health. I remember my brain fog was so intense that I had to table the desire to go back to school to be a nurse practitioner. I was literally in school to be a nurse midwife. Talk about a course um, course correction. And my brain fog completely limited me. I remember I was a NICU nurse working nights at the time, and I enjoyed night shift and the pace and just the people And it was, I was on several days off in a row. So I was sleeping at a normal time and my mom came over and it was like a Saturday morning and she was like, Hey, are you ready to go? And I was still in bed and I thought it was Wednesday and I didn't know what the date was. And I couldn't remember what season it was when I woke up. That's how bad my brain fog was. (laughs) My brain operates much differently today. Thank God. My fatigue and joint pain were so significant at the pit of my despair, as I call it, that I thought I'd have to give up my love for exercise and CrossFit. At 25 years old, I was the sickest yet functioning person I knew. And if you know anyone with Hashimoto's, I'll say this, that we, anyone with Hashimoto's and a lot of autoimmune disease for us to push our bodies into the state, we operate and drive sometimes from an energy of not being enough. So I was extremely sick in denial, yet functioning. I was in my prime believing that this is just what would happen to my body as I got older. I was drowning in a deep sea of lies and misinformation about my health. And I believe most of us are, and you might be too. It doesn't matter how old you are when it comes to bodily healing. The body is a self-healing mechanism. and, And that's what it does. Our bodies are designed in their cellular nature to heal. That's what they do. It's so cool. Like if you scrape your arm on the sidewalk, when you go outside, say you take a little tumble, you scrape your arm, bruise your knee, your body's mechanism, innate intelligence is to heal itself. It's incredible. And so many of us lose sight of that because of what we're taught and told through our medical practitioner, sadly. It really wasn't until the winter of 2017 when I was finally diagnosed with Hashimoto's autoimmune thyroiditis and a slew of other chronic autoimmune conditions after years of deteriorating health, my health journey really started when things started to go wonky, go awry when I was 15. 
after I had a bout of mononucleosis for six weeks, that felt like it never went away. And even though I recovered, my body was never the same. But even after my diagnosis, I was determined not to allow my diagnosis to become my prognosis. But I didn't know what I didn't know then. I always joke and say I was not crunchy at all. I didn't even own an essential oil at the time that I was sick with all this. I mean, I was washing my house, um, like counters with Lysol and bleaching my toilets and buying, you know, all the foods that I thought were totally fine for me. You know, a salad was healthy as long as it had ranch croutons and cheese. Okay. (laughs) Catch my drift. We come so far in our healing journey. And if you're reading those things, don't feel any shame. Hang out here with me. We're going to get there. I remember being at my endocrinologist when I was 20. So 15 years old was about the time a lot of this had started. And I was gearing up to go to nursing school and I couldn't get out of bed. And this was the first time that I had started to have really intense thyroid symptoms. I started losing my hair. I was on a crash diet, a really low carb diet, a really low calorie diet. I was prescribed like fasted cardio and my trainer was um, trying to get me into a bodybuilding show. And he said to me, he was like, Jen, well, when are you going to tell me about the donuts and the pizza or the cheats you're having? When are you going to be honest about why this is not working? And I was like, hold the phone. Because I did everything to a T. I even weighed to the gram the amount of like every single morsel of food I put in my mouth, the water, the sleep, the cardio. I was a science to my body, but our body healing requires an art. And so his last ditch effort, um, otherwise than blaming me, was like, well, why don't you go get your thyroid checked? Cause I was like, I'm getting worse. I have no energy. I can't get out of bed. And he's like, well, all my other clients are fine. Something's wrong with you. This is the rhetoric, not just from trainers and really good trainers. Don't say that not just from medical practitioners, although some do the rhetoric is that something is wrong with us, with our body. Our body is this out of control animal to be caged or this ignorant vessel that we need to correct with medication or therapies or surgeries. And there's a time and place for medication and surgery. I'll say it. It'll save our life. But right now, the condition of our medical system, medication and surgery needs to back up. Okay. I remember at 20 years old, my endocrinologist, who I will talk a lot about this as we get into my dad's journey and story throughout this podcast (laughs) and, and the ways that his service has not served my dad, who is a, I am a carbon poppy of my dad's body of sensitivities, intuition, autoimmune, all that. So this endocrinologist told me at 20 years old, well, we'll cut your thyroid out. If you want to wait until after your first baby, that might be good. And then we'll medicate you. And possibly at that time, we'll take your uterus too. And I felt like, you know, in those cartoons where the, they're sitting in a chair and all of a sudden the handcuffs come up out of nowhere and chain them in. That's what I felt like. And I heard run and I never went back. And then I got into functional medicine and they were helping me. They're like, Hey, get rid of gluten, get rid of dairy. I felt much better. They started, you know, uncovering, we're going to find your root cause. They looked at blood work. They, the endocrinologist ran one test and said, I was fine. Went back a year or two later. Okay. Now you have a little, you have a subclinical thyroid condition. And at the same numbers, a functional medicine practitioner was like, no, no, you have autoimmune thyroid going on, but I'm going to run a lot more tests that you're not going to pay for by insurance, but I'll get them for you at a great rate. And you're going to find out your root cause. That was a blessing. Found that I had autoimmune thyroiditis and even functional medicine told me, well, autoimmune disease is where your body attacks itself. This is your genetics. And I was like, that makes no sense. Something in me, again, I didn't even own an essential oil. I was not crunchy. I had no idea. I was not holistic. I didn't know there was other research than what I'd been taught in nursing school. But I was like, how does, if I was always okay, healthy-ish kid, healthy-ish growing up, but like, why would all of a sudden my body wake up and decide to attack itself. Like something in my brain 
couldn't, I just could not wrap my head around that statement. Something in my brain was like, don't listen to that. My subconscious, my soul (laughs) screamed run. And I never went back to the endocrinologist. I stayed with the functional medicine practitioner for a while. And I'll get to that story in a bit. And I had no answers. So I got really, really sick. And I, what I've learned to share with you is that to truly heal any disease, we must get to the root cause. To truly heal any disease, we must get to the root cause. For me, this encompassed physical healing, emotional healing, mental healing, and spiritual healing. So let me break these down. Physical healing, my physical body needed healing. The tissues, the cells, the mitochondria, my liver, my thyroid, my nervous system, my skin, my reproductive organs, they needed healing. They needed detox. Emotional and mental healing. Emotions are what we feel and mental healing is the way we think. I had to learn to feel. My body got so bad because I'm fine. I'm fine. And I grew up in a way that said, unless you're dying, unless you have cancer, you're fine. And so I was like, well, I just feel really terrible, but I'm not really sick. I was so sick. Still looking back at my labs, I have some of the worst labs that I've ever seen at the height of my illness. Mental healing is the way we think. Something must be being an old soul, but something in me was just like, okay, I I know what I've been trained how I've been trained in, in, in modern medicine, but I just don't know if, if this is exactly what I believe. Like I was scared. I wasn't in my power, but I would say my mental healing that really needed to happen came from a place of how I thought about myself, but I had always that little bit of wisdom there that mm, what is medicine saying and spiritual healing. I lived in a cage, right? I'll get into that. The road to better health has been, it's been intense. It's been joyful, awakening, despairing, challenging, restoring all of the things. And several years ago, I could never have imagined the path that the universe had in store for me. So I'm here today to serve and inspire you with my never ending journey, the ups, downs, the goods, the hurts, and the truly beautiful. Are you ready? We're going to go a little bit deeper in this part. We're going to get intimate with my journey, I'm sharing my secrets with you. And I'm just going to lay it all out on the line for you to know, because I know when you hear my story, you will find a piece of you here as well. And so I've never told my story in this depth before and every little detail like this, because I'm thinking if I do, then maybe just maybe you will think if I made uh, the same cells by the same creator as Jen, then maybe there's hope for me too. And that was my thought when I started healing. You see, in my practice, in my holistic medicine practice, I witness radical healing and transformation daily. I have the best clients and the best community in the world that I get to serve. We celebrate hugs and tears and transformations and healthy blood reports and diminishing of symptoms. But I also witness those who struggle and stay in despair. I'll be completely honest with you. Because our mind can be our body's worst enemy or our best friend. When I began to heal, I actually looked way worse on the outside as true healing was taking place on the inside. My mind told me, Jen, you will never get well. You're never going to take a selfie with your friends again. I had horrible eczema from like the top of my head to my collarbone. And this was literally a thought at 25 hours. I remember having all these cute pictures on my phone with my friends. We were out, you know, we were at the bars and the concerts. I'm like, that's never going to be me again. I can't even show my face in public. What started as some like dermatitis, it started on my chin, around my lips, and it soon erupted into a full face and neck catastrophe. Not only was my face incredibly startling for anyone who knew me before, But the pain and the discomfort it caused on a daily basis was like all consuming. Like literally if I went out, people would ask me if I got in a fire or I had a couple of friends that would come over and see me and they 
just kind of acted like it wasn't there. And I noticed through my chronic illness healing journey that, I mean, my partner at the time created distance and space, my friends, people don't understand and it's not their fault. And people don't know how to treat someone who doesn't look sick. Like if I didn't have the eczema, people were like, well, you look good, like, but you feel terrible. So with my skin in the mornings, I would wake up with my eyes so swollen, I could barely open them because my lymphatic system was completely overwhelmed. I would take a hot shower, a sauna treatment for my skin to soften enough to exfoliate the dry peeling layers that had built up while I slept. It was awful. I remember the flakes would like get stuck in my hair. And I know that's really gross for those who have a queasy stomach, but I'm just being real with you. I told you, I'm going to tell you everything. I remember like, I couldn't even smile and I would wake up in the middle of the night unable to open my mouth wide enough for a drink without my skin cracking and breaking open. A little side note here. If you're going through a healing journey, I want you to write down all your symptoms. I want you to journal every day because I had to go back through my blog and find some of this stuff about what I went through. I'm like, oh my gosh, like the little details. I remember the honey and the exfoliating, but like remembering trying to take a drink of water at night and the sides of my mouth being so cracked. I would have forgot about that. And because your journey, you're here in this podcast, you're here today because you're going to heal. You were meant to heal. And then your healing is going to inspire another human. During the time that I had this facial catastrophe, <laughs> and no selfies were being able to be taken. I couldn't leave my house without a topical aid. So I would do like coconut oil, vitamin oil. And I was terrified to go out in public and see someone I knew. I literally just like, I was just like I am now on social media, on podcasting, on blogs. Like that was me to be out, be present. I'm a Gemini sun and moon, like socializing, marketing, like that's me. And I, I didn't ever want to leave. Because if I did and someone I knew saw me, they would knew something was wrong with me and I would be exposed. And I think that was one of my biggest fears of like this strong and capable woman to this like, like leaf, this like wilting leaf of a person. But really my skin on my face was just a tiny mirror into what was really going on inside of my body. My healing journey is long. It's complex. It's still happening. Why the outbreak happened only on my face. I'm not really sure because honestly, most people I see with this kind of eczema don't usually have it on their face. They have it other parts of their body. Some experts say that, you know, one reason it could be on my face is because dirty blood. And I definitely had a lot of dirty blood was being pushed out before it reached my heart, which is a protective mechanism by the body. And I think honestly, the eczema on my face was the only way God could get my attention to slow my butt down and get through this ultimately life-saving and life-changing healing process that blessed me and has been the best thing to ever happen to me. Okay. So let's back up a little bit. How did I get so sick? At 25 years old, I had the following symptoms and diagnoses. This is a long list. So buckle in. And see if any of these resonate with you or someone you know. Chronic fatigue syndrome. I slept 14 hours a day on my days off and was still tired. Or if I slept like 10 to 12, I would have to take a nap. I had body pain and fibromyalgia, like it hurt to touch me. Weight gain. That was unexplainable. Came out of nowhere. It was like, you can go to my blog. That'll be linked in the show notes and read the post, you're not fat, you're inflamed, but it was literally like someone blew up a balloon overnight. And I had no idea why it was inflammation, joint pain. I remember trying to go down the stairs in the morning to take out my dog. And I'm like, I couldn't bend my knees, or my elbows, this autoimmune arthritis had settled in, had the eczema, like we talked about my brain fog, cystic acne, the worst, if you know what I'm talking about intense inflammatory bowel disease and SIBO. I told you, I was going to tell you guys everything. I literally was a fart box and six months pregnant bloated at all times. It was miserable and embarrassing. And I always just could not wait to get home and take my pants off because it hurt. And I just, SIBO is the worst. 
I'm sure if you know, you know, I had horrible menstrual cycles, endometriosis, horrible hormone imbalance, cycles all over the place are not happening or twice a month. I was pre-diabetic at 25 years old as a very active CrossFit athlete, not listening to her body, pushing through pain that I shouldn't have. That's another topic for another day. And I had PCOS. I had recurrent strep and sinus infections, like all the time, lived on antibiotics. If it wasn't the throat, it was the sinuses or it was the gastritis, the like food poisoning-like symptoms. There was a lot of bacteria running rampant through my system. I had neurological and central nervous system symptoms like skin creeping and crawling and twitches. This is when viruses can get into like a stage four in your body. Really, really intense stuff. Irregular thyroid labs, Hashimoto's like we talked about. I had a fatty liver. Yes, at 25. Hello, high protein diets and suspected autoimmune hepatitis. I had anxiety. And for those who suffer with anxiety, depression, bipolar, PTSD, CPTSD, my anxiety got way worse before I actually healed. And your anxiety is not just a mental disorder or a state or a chemical imbalance. That's actually another theory that's never been proven. We'll get into that kind of stuff later. But I had anxiety that was way, way worse as I started to heal, as metal started to knock loose out of body of my body and leave the body as trauma and energy that had been buried for years started to come up. This happens all the time with clients. As we put high frequency foods into our body, it's going to bring up those things. They're like, I'm crying for no reason. I'm angry. I'm having repressed memories and dreams. It's a good thing, but make sure that you are supported by a practitioner or community that understands and can help you. I had a constant state of fight or flight from years of built up trauma in my body. My spiritual connection was like boxed in and I felt empty from the way that I've been taught to connect with God. I had this like survive instead of thrive approach to my life. I had very little hopes and dreams except to serve a man that would one day save me. We all dream of our Prince Charming, but I was for sure whoever I was interested in in the time or dating was going to be the answer to my prayers. I had a track record of very codependent and draining relationships. I had very little boundaries, self-worth in all areas of my life. And I was physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually sick. I was at the worst rock bottom at what's supposed to be your prime, right? Your mid-20s where you're unbreakable, unstoppable, you start to become your own self. I had lost myself. So what led to these symptoms? Did my body just one day wake up and attack itself? When I look at a client's health history, in the same way I'm going to show you mine, I always start at birth. So as I'm talking about this, I want you to use my story, my examples, and see how could this relate to me or someone that I have in mind as I listen to this podcast. So for starters, at birth, for me, go mom, props to you. Love you. Thank you for doing this for me. She had an all natural delivery. And I want to add this um, plug for her in doulas because I, I worked, worked as a doula for a long time. My mom birthed me in the delivery room almost the whole time by herself, hugging a red bean bag. And if you've had a baby, whether it's been natural or supported with pain relief, which is just as great, you know, it's not a walk in the park and my sweet and strong mom, it's like making me cry. She wanted what was best for her body and her baby. And she literally, I mean, the nurses weren't even in there with her because they were busy. And my dad, he's a large animal veterinarian retired now and he was in surgery and he barely made it. And she was in there by herself for her baby. So little plug there for my mom all natural delivery. And then I was breastfed for about a month. My mom said, I heard her. I'm pretty sure I had a tongue tie. I'm sorry, mom. And so there was an early introduction of soy-based or other animal milk-based formula. And that isn't always so great for the gut. Great thing that we have it though, right? This isn't like an either or thinking when it comes to our health. Like, thank goodness we have formula if a baby needs to eat, but what are our better options? More on that later. Let's think about my parents' bodies. So your body came from your parents' body and their parents' body. Literally what's stored in like the liver and the reproductive organs of our family 
is our body. So my dad, like I said, carbon copy of him, he was heavily medicated and around farm fertilizers, pesticides, herbicides as a farmer himself and dairy cattle veterinarian. He had radioactive iodine to kill his thyroid. My sister actually had a brain tumor as a little girl and she's okay now. Um, he, I mean, I can only imagine everything that's been in around his body that somehow trickled down into my body because kids right now, they're like, like me, Jen speaking, our kids that are just being born here in like 2020 and later 2015, um, they are more sick than we've ever seen kids be sick because our bodies are so built up with toxicity. And this is why on your healing journey, it's, it's about so much more than you. If you heal, your family heals, right? If you heal and you have not yet had kids and you want kids, and even if you have kids, don't freak out. Their bodies can heal too. What you remove from your body will give them a much cleaner slate to start with. Cause our world is not setting this up in a way that's easy. My mom loved her perfumes and scents. And now she's switched to essential oils and she still smells wonderful, but all those endocrine disruptors, I had a lot of endocrine autoimmune. So I'm just like pointing out predispositions. There's no shame or fault on anyone because we don't know what we don't know until we know it. And then I also early and often had antibiotics as a child up to almost monthly as a young adult. And, you know, when you go to the doctor and they're like, do you have any drug allergies? And mine was, yeah, C-Chlor. And they're like, well, what happened? And I always just had this rhetoric memorized. Well, I get a rash or I did as a baby. A lot of times the reason bodies get a rash from antibiotics is because their body is highly viral and antibiotics actually feed viruses. So my body, super smart from the get-go was like, Hey, don't give me any of that. As a baby, I wonder if my mom could have given me some garlic juice to <laughs> kidding to drink in a drink in a bottle. But just a little bit of a, a side note as you're listening, if you struggle with infection, strep, raw garlic, that'll be your friend. Okay. So all of these predispositions, I, I lived in the Midwest, still do Midwest diet. My mom, literally the best Betty Crocker baker in the county. She ran our home kitchen and you know, that kitchen was always stacked with brownies and pies and cookies and incredible things. School lunches. Okay. Who remembers looking at their lunch calendar and knowing when it was chicken nugget day? Okay. So like loved all of the, whatever food they were feeding us, if it was real food at school lunches, if you're a mama or you take care of young kids, check out what's in the, the food that they serve. I remember filling up chocolate milk. No, not almond milk, regular chocolate milk with soft serve ice cream. I would drink half of it. And then in the like Highland dairy, I think it was whatever the brand was, I would go to the soft serve ice cream machine they had for us at lunch. And I would fill it up with ice cream and I would shake it up and take it back to class as a snack. Okay. Probably wasn't helping me. And then I got on birth control since my teens, you know, that's just what you do to regulate your periods and make you feel better. It's actually not, but that's how medicine practices. <laughs> and that birth control pill that suppresses the immune system allowed this unrelenting Epstein-Barr virus mono when I was 15 to wreak havoc in my body. And then we get into other factors, you know, an unsteady home filled with humans with their own emotional dysregulation, their own hurts, their own traumas, people just doing the best they can running your show as a little kid. A work hard and don't whine culture of the Midwest. Hey, I see you. I was really in denial that anything was wrong with me. I worked night shifts and overtime for many years, always been a super hard worker, bought my first house at 24 years old, 23, and I did this for years leading up to my collapse. I had my fair share of college days, if you catch my drift, because you see, I never had to feel if I stayed living the party life. And I love to go out and dance and be up way past my bedtime with friends, drinking not so much celery juice back then. <laughs> At the time of rock bottom, I was in a very imbalanced relationship. This person held deep and dark trauma, that prevented them from wanting to look inside of themselves. And this created a dynamic where I became the energy supply, the scapegoat, and really everything in between. I allowed it. I chose this for myself. And because of my own unhealed pieces, 
I thought this is just how relationships were meant to be. I was being empty daily and I really didn't yet understand my own power and my own worth. And I see this so many times with those who are chronically ill, because if we're chronically ill and if we have this high amount of pathogen load in our body, there's also something really unique about our energy field and our energy field is more open, right? So this allows in other energies, pathogens, toxins, trauma, other people, but it also, and this is what I'm here to teach women and men that have sensitive bodies, that because your energy field is open and you do suffer a little bit more easier physically, and you do have to work a little bit harder for your body to be well, you also have intuitive and energetic gifts. Yeah. And people feel that and they sense it. And they, when they're not well in themselves, they want your light. They want a piece of you. And I was being empty daily in this relationship because that I didn't know that about me. And I didn't understand my own power, my own worth. I lived for this other person's happiness. And in turn, I lost my own happiness. I lost myself. I took the early stage love bombs in this relationship as confirmation that I was worthy. I was enough. And this person would provide the life of my dreams. I no longer had to dream or do it for myself. I thought this person was going to save me. Yeah. Okay. Back to my body for a second. So my friend that I knew well, and they were a functional medicine practitioner. They offered me an appointment for knee pain because I was like, Hey, my knees are really hurting at the CrossFit gym. And they said to me, well, let's put your blood under a microscope. And this is where my whole journey started. And I could no longer deny my reality. The, my blood under the microscope had all sorts of creepy crawly things growing in it. And they're like, well, do you want to get labs done? So I got a full lab panel. They helped me find my autoimmune that my endocrinologist board certified did not take the time or the knowledge or the open-mindedness to know there's another way to practice endocrinology. And this dear friend of mine was like, Jenny, you have autoimmune disease. You're a mess. Your labs are some of the worst I've ever seen. And I was like, what? And I was like, well, what does this mean? And they were talking. It was like, Charlie Brown, you know, where you can't even hear them. And then I heard them say something about diet change. And I was like, hold the phone. You do understand that I eat ice cream daily and like go to Andy's several times a week. And that's my livelihood. And they're like, you can't do that anymore. And I was like, what? And that was, that was the beginning of it. And I thought to myself, you know, I can't even get out of bed most days. Maybe something is going on with my health. I was in intense denial. This was literally a thought that crossed my mind at 25 years old. I'm just getting older. I can't work out the way I want to anymore. I need to settle and slow down. I remember, and I'm not really an arts and crafts person, so this is kind of hilarious. (laughs) I remember going to Hobby Lobby, buying crafts, thinking, okay, I can't go out and work out anymore because I'm too tired and my body's breaking down. So what am I going to do with my time off? I need something to help me pass the time because a lot of times I'm too tired to go out and party. So I am going to take up crafts. (laughs) So I tried and I still, they're kind of hideous. I painted these wine bottles because I was really good at drinking wine and I painted them and I put sunflowers in them and I put this like, um, rustic, country like lace around them and I still have them and the only reason I keep them unless my fiance has got rid of them is because they remind me of how far I've come and they're actually not great crafts and decorations at all so this is so different from the multi-passionate multi-business owner energetic and entrepreneur who rises at 5 a.m this is me now to work out with joy and I have fervor for the projects and people in my work day And I just like love life and don't get me wrong. It's hard. And I have my own things. I still heal and work through as this human journey is, but it's so much different. So how did I start to heal? The first thing I asked for help. I opened my freaking mind. Oh man. Opened it right up to what I thought I didn't believe in for medicine and in spirituality I remember telling my practitioner, I don't believe dairy is bad for me. You can literally have anything 
in a small amount. And they were like, is rat poison still rat poison in a small amount? I was like, all right, all right, right. I cut you drift. And for me, that was the route I needed to take with my food. Everyone's journey is a little bit different. You might not find yourself needing to start there, but I'm just sharing my story today and giving examples. And I wasn't questioning my intuition about what was not feeling right. I remember I worked in the NICU as a nurse, neonatal intensive care unit, took care of these tiny little babies. So like these preemie babies at 21 weeks, 25 weeks, all the way to 40 week gestation babies, you know, that came in and and these babies needed intensive care unit hospitalization. And something wasn't right when I started watching these babies I took care of as a nurse need resuscitation after receiving several scheduled doses before they could leave the hospital. I just, my intuition was like, Jen, you're literally coding kids or providing oxygen because these babies can't breathe on their own after these scheduled doses. And my mind was like, it's fine. Um, all medicine is good. And the system is in place, has our best interest in mind. And that was, things started to shift for me. Boy, was I wrong about what I thought I knew. And we have to be willing to be wrong before we can find what's right for us. So I shut off the news. I started partying a little bit less. I got a puppy, my Weimaraner Sage. She's now almost nine to take walks with. I got excited to go to worship. I started journaling. I started listening to radical viewpoints other than my own on this weird thing called podcast. I started meditating and doing more yoga, even though I was told never to go there and that it wouldn't be good for my spiritual health. I let myself out of the patriarchal cage I had been living in. I was released from my former relationship. And to be honest, I felt really lonely and I was single for several years before I healed to receive the beautiful union I have with Jeff today. So what exactly was happening in my body? Why did my skin look so dang awful? The truth is my skin was just a representation of the years of toxins and pathogens that were finally leaving my body. Remember, I started to heal and I looked worse. My family was like, and friends, do you need to go see a real doctor? My body had been so inflamed that everything was just leaching out through my skin, the dermatoxins from my internal organs. And this went on for several months. This, my healing process was not quick. It was about eight months before I was okay. It was about two years before I was good. And then it was about five years before I have honestly forgot some days what it was like until I'm with my clients and community. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I came from this. I do remember. Having autoimmune disease means there's pathogens inside of your body and that your body is actually just inflaming to protect itself. I knew something didn't, it never sat right with me when I heard your body's attacking itself. And our bodies, if I can give you one important thing today, they're innately wise and greatly connected to a divine intelligence that is so much greater than we are. It is just our minds that really don't allow us to slow down or dig deep enough to listen. And I knew when I was healing, my internal body was toxic. That fact manifested in the way I felt every single day, like garbage, and it got worse. So here's the thing with healing. And so many of the people that I work with and in our community, I had been paleo, no dairy, no gluten, no soy for over a year. I counted macros. I worked out. I drank my water. I did all like the gut healing tonics. I had a juicer and I was still getting worse. I tried the keto diet only to catapult my health into further ruins. More on that later on my blog. I was off all processed foods and anything I thought would harm me. However, the biggest missing component in my health on the physical side I wasn't consuming enough living foods for me, what my personal biochemistry needs and everyone's a little bit different, 
I needed more plants. I needed more fruits and living forms. And I had to banish all the lies about how much protein and fat I needed every meal as an athlete or just an average human. And I thought carbs would make me fat as a woman. And I was drowning in a sea of misinformation. I was way more concerned at this time with piling my plate high with grass-fed organic beef and zucchini and spinach and all the greens and onions, but I had been avoiding foods that I was told would hurt me, like tomatoes and fruit and potatoes. And I'd been avoiding so many things. And for some reason, there's this web of information in functional medicine that creates a lot of food fear around foods that are here to heal us. I'm going to take you back to one of the most pivotal days of my journey. I was lying on the couch and I had this fever that would not break. And I was like piled up high with blankets with a heating pad. And I like, I needed to sweat, but my body, and this happens in chronic illness, a fever is actually a sign of a really strong body. And a fever is not a bad thing. Yet there's so many over-the-counter drugs designed to stop a fever. A fever means your body's strong enough to heat up to get rid of a pathogen. But I had a, I had a body that was struggling to, to break a fever, to get hot enough to make it go away. You know, when the fever breaks and you wake up and sweat and you're cold, and then you feel a little bit better the next day, my body couldn't do that. And I was getting a little bit delirious. So I don't really specifically remember ordering anything in the mail, but the evidence was there on my Amazon account. So I was just like total angel moment. (laughs) And just a few days later, a book came in the mail. I opened it. I'm like, where did this come from? And I just began reading just a few pages in. And I felt like the Holy spirit was shouting this information to me. I had never read something that resonated with my health so much. I knew that it was literally a miracle that I had stumbled across the information written by Anthony William. And this catapulted me into reading about how others have healed their gravest of conditions like cancer using food. So then I went on to read crispy cancer, which was a, another eye-opening text for me. I watched the documentary heal for the first time. I've watched it three times since then. And let me tell you, it was way over my head the first time, but my soul understood the message. And so I had a little bit of hope at this time. I read these books, I watched this and I thought, you know what? Maybe this message is for me. Just like maybe you're thinking that Jen's, I'm hearing Jen's story for a reason. This message could be for me too, or someone that I love or know. Within a few short days of ferociously consuming this information and through intense prayer and a little bit more reading, I understood a very clear, crystal clear message from God about what I needed to do to transform my health. This is probably one of the bravest things I've ever done besides leave my job in traditional medicine to start my business. I fired my doctors, my endocrinologist, my functional medicine practitioner that was no longer serving me that once had, I never went back. I canceled my appointments. I threw the thousands more than my mortgage, thousands of dollars worth of supplements in the trash. And I gave up the stupid promise that I'd been fed that what was in a bottle of supplements was going to fix me. And I could just keep paying more and more money. And eventually I would get better. How incredibly disempowering you see functional medicine today has, in my opinion, it's like a complete cop out. It's like allopathic medicine wearing Birkenstocks. (laughs) I can't make this up. We are back to the same pill and savior white coat model that has made us sick. And this is why you're here. This is the real heal. Okay. And I'm going to share everything with you on this podcast. My first step after I trashed the supplements, fired the doctors was terrified. And let me remind you, I'm not working at this time. I was bedridden sick and going in more and more debt. And I didn't have a way out and I'm a planner and I like to have things figured out. Right. And I had none. This was complete surrender in my life. And I thought, okay, well, I literally, this was literally my thought. It can't get any worse than this. I feel like I'm dying. So that's either the direction I'm going to go and lose my life. And I don't know, file for disability, but like, 
that's great that we have that resource. But I was like, I, I don't even, everything was just so overwhelming. Like the anxiety that I had washing my hair was overwhelming. Having to take a shower. I'm like, oh, wow. There's just a lot of parts having to drive anywhere. I would get shaky and that's not me. (laughs) Right. So we go to some pretty scary places when we're chronically ill, fired the doctors, trashed the supplements, terrified, no plan. But day by day, I sat with the spirit and I was led. So my first step I was given, start juicing. I pulled out my juicer that I got on my 21st birthday as a college recovery tool. If you know what I mean, (laughs) I would juice on like after weekends where you just, you know, those, those weekends that you had in college, I was like, oh my gosh, I got a juice to pull myself out of this. And I started making a couple juices a day, including celery juice. And I transitioned for me, this was the best thing for me to a a plant-based diet. And I really started to meticulously change the amount of fat and protein I was allowing in my body to thin and oxygenate my blood, to flush my lymphatic system and to detoxify. And that worked like a charm. It was slow. And again, I was like really, really sick and I looked way worse. It actually, my skin, if you go to my blog and you see any of the photos in my story, that'll be linked in the show notes. My skin looked way worse before it started to get better. And then I started to take a few helpful supplements. I got off a lot of the like parasite cleanses and heavy things that were not serving me that were just like so popular by the influencers and on the internet, but they did not work for my body. Trash those. I started diving into my energetic and emotional healing. And it was just, you know, before I had drastically started lowering my inflammation through my lifestyle changes that I began to feel well again. I mean, it, I had these protective layers that my body began to purge and in from itself of toxins, pathogens, trauma deep in my organs and my blood as I was detoxifying. I mean, had these bruises and these weird conditions on my face. I didn't even believe in the word detox. I'm not even kidding you. I didn't. And then I experienced what a detox or a healing crisis can look like firsthand. There's really nothing like going through where you feel like the inside of your body is coming out from the outside of your body and there's nothing you can do about it other than keep than keeping going. And this is where I see some people, they can't do it because I don't think they understand how close they are to their own miracle. So wrapping up with you all today, the second and perhaps most important part of my journey was the energetic and spiritual healing the path and the practices that literally set my soul free. And I continue on today along with the best nutrition for my body. That's what I needed. And this energy healing, this emotional healing, this spiritual healing, this is enough to heal anyone by itself. There are stories of radical healings that take place without anyone ever juicing or eating plant-based food or going gluten-free or meditating. They just happen because energy is everything and it shifts the frequency of our cells. And I started to learn that when I changed my diet because it changed how quickly my cells vibrate. And then when I got into this new path for me, that's when things began to shift even more. And nowadays I teach other practitioners and certify other healers in my proven methods. My first energy healing session. It was actually an NET neuroemotional technique done by a lot of chiropractors. In this session, I literally told the practitioner to F off. (laughs) Yep. I did. I did know them personally, but I was shaking, crying. I felt weak and thought, what the heck do my emotions have to do with my parasite infection? You told me I have like, this is stupid. I'm here to fix my root cause. Give me some more herbs, change my diet a little bit. And this is going to be fine. But this session, this first emotional energetic healing for me, this opened my eyes to my need for this work, but I had never quite experienced the right fit for me. And everyone has their own nook and cranny and healing of practices and people that resonate with them. And that's where your intuitions can be the most important thing in your healing journey is to follow that. 
right? You have the right team, people, places, things, podcasts laid out for you. They're available. Your intuition, your body listening to that, oh, that light up. Even if it scares you, listening to that in your body, it's for you. And how I got started in energy healing, well, years later, I would, I, you know, I started a blog, just a little bit on my story, middaypigeon.com, linked in the show notes. And that turned into people asking for help. And then that turned into me leaving my job to coach and then going back to school to be a functional medicine nurse practitioner. And now my practice that I've built over the years that absolutely love. And now I certify and train other practitioners in functional medicine and energy healing. And it literally started with me sitting on my hands during nutritional consults with clients. My hands would start to get hot and I didn't understand. And I was hosting these healing circles at my house at the time to learn from others. And this quickly turned into just through the intuition of another friend like, Jen, I think you should try to do some healing on us. And it turned into these impromptu intuitive energy healing sessions on friends and then clients, and now helping more practitioners learn a body-based way of healing to remove the trapped emotions and trauma. So we ourselves and our clients can live free again. So do you see what I mean when I say that autoimmune disease is the best thing that has ever happened to me? I wouldn't be here today without the disease my soul chose in this lifetime to be my teacher. Now, don't get me wrong. I would never, honestly, never want to go through this physical healing journey again. And I, but I would, and I would do it all over to transform another layer deeper. And I look back and this is, we have to have this for ourselves on our healing journey. The compassion. I'm like, Jenny, that's why I was, my friends and family growing up called me, Jenny, you were so, wow. Like, I can't even believe that some days I got here. Like how, Every the odds were stacked against me. I was in allopathic medicine. I was being told these things that weren't serving my body when a completely different functional medicine route to begin with. And all I had, I never had the answers. And I never had when I was going through the depths of my healing journey, I would just like follow people on Instagram that resonated with me. And that's honestly how I found a lot of the information. I never had like the book of answers or the one podcast that resonated. I just and this will be you too. Like you have to collect your little pockets of people that resonate with you and information and you have to trust yourself and you have to follow your intuition. And if it's not the thing, it's going to be the thing that leads to the thing. Okay. Because there's no way I'd be able to be here and see a lot of my clients that come in from other quote unquote functional medicine practitioners who are sicker than they were before. They wouldn't know that didn't work for them. I wouldn't know that didn't work for me until I went through it. So you're never wasting time or doing anything wrong. Physically, my journey was the worst trauma of my life. No one quite understands the pain, the unpredictability, and the seemingly rebellion or betrayal from your body unless they've been through autoimmune disease. And, you know, I'm a big part of my dad's chronic illness healing journey. I cannot wait to share his story with you. And my mom, while she's done so much and had little bits of healing in her body, I'm always coaching her and encouraging her like on the days, it just doesn't make sense. I'm like, mom, unless you've been through it, it's going to be really hard some days to have compassion for my dad. And, and it's really hard sometimes to have compassion for yourself with this. Cause remember to get to our bodies to the state of autoimmune, we usually have to be some pretty tough and strong people that push ourselves past the limits. However, autoimmune disease it really has turned out to be the best thing that's ever happened to me. My journey has given me a life far better than I could have prayed for. And with our great and loving universe, everything is made beautiful in its time. Every ounce of pain is for a purpose. And hear me when I say this, there is significance in every single second of your suffering. Had I forged ahead with my own plan and stayed angry at God for what I had been led through, I never would have been able to receive this elevated state of life that I'm gifted with. Sometimes hard times are not presented to us so that we can just get through them. But maybe like me, your biggest pain could awaken you to your greatest purpose. Thank you for being here with me. If you are here at the very end, can you do one thing before we go? 
please subscribe to this podcast. Please send to a friend who is struggling physically, emotionally, mentally, or spiritually. We don't always have the words to say or know how we can support our loved ones going through their own journey, but we can allow them to plug into this healing community where their struggle can be seen and heard. It's taken me back today, sharing this journey with you. It's honestly been exciting, a huge reflection and kind of exhausting to go back through it. And again, it's autoimmune disease has been the best thing that's ever happened to me. I'm smiling because I look up at the time of this recording. It's 2, 2, 2 PM in the afternoon. And I just, I'm so grateful that number, that angel number for me means keep the faith, keep your head up, keep believing and remember your body can heal. Hey, real quick, before you go, thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of the Inspire Health by Jen podcast. If you could do one thing for me and leave a review on either Apple or both Apple and Spotify podcasts, leave five stars, tell others about how this message is reaching you and serving you. Be sure to check out the show note links middaybitchin.com for my blog and inspirehealthbyjen.com on my websites where you can subscribe and receive free content, newsletters, bonuses, and podcast drop dates right into your inbox.